0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the What a Good Eater podcast. I'm Alessandra Macaluso. And I'm Amy Godiwalla. And we are your co hosts. We're also the authors of the top selling, top rated What a Good Eater cookbook. It's a baby and toddler food cookbook with great ideas, healthy recipes that you can find on Amazon and also on our website, www.whatagoodeater.com. Thanks for joining us today. Um, We're going to talk about Four ways to entertain your child while you cook. A lot of times it can be difficult to get a meal on the table, especially when you have little ones running around, under your feet, especially at the witching hour when they're occupying all of your time and attention and screaming, mama, 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 sometimes they can get really difficult to just kind of get them out of the way, keep them busy so that you can have a little time in the kitchen. And it's also good for your sanity as well.
1: Yeah, these are, this is going to be, it's awesome to get your kids involved and like wanting to help in the kitchen, but our suggestions today are going to be for the times when you're at your wit's end and you really just need like 30 or 40 minutes to put a good meal on the table and you just need them out of your way.
0: We'll have a future episode about how to get them involved, but today is how to not get them involved.
1: (laughs) This is how to get rid of them while you cook.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. So we'll just dive right in. First of all, as you know, our episodes are going to be pretty succinct. Uh, We want to give you guys great information in a digestible format, so this won't be longer than about 10 minutes or so. So here we go. Our, Our first tip for four ways to entertain your child while you cook is to have a special toy designated that your kids can play with only during cooking time. Having this special toy and differentiating between something that they can have all the time versus something that they're only using while you cook kind of gives the element of scarcity, kind of gives a little bit of excitement to it. And it's not something that they've been playing with all day. So it actually feels relatively new to them when you bust it out so that you can get into the kitchen.
1: Yeah. This is kind of the exciting toy that's just reserved for this special time. Yeah. And it, it, it makes them want it more.
0: So one of the things that, so I have a almost five-year-old daughter and an almost three-year-old boy. And one of the things that my daughter really loves is I got her these big puzzles. They're like those floor puzzles. And uh, the one that I got for her is the trolls set. So it's got, it's five different trolls puzzles and she loves loves doing these puzzles. She's played with them before, she's familiar with them, but because there's so many and because each one is a different scene, it really kind of keeps her quiet and mellow and engages her and gets her involved for a, you know, a decent period of time. And that's the thing. If you're going to be cooking or if you're going to be doing whatever and you need like 30 minutes, to have her occupied, you want something that you know is almost guaranteed will keep their attention. So for us, floor puzzles is a big one. Uh, we also really like Legos and we also really like the magnet because those are like the building block toys that can keep them occupied for a little while. We love those. And you can even kind of
1: encourage your kids when they kind of run out of things to build. You can say, hey, can you build me a castle? Hey, can you build me a, a nice home? I don't know. Right. You know, can you build me just a pizza a, oven? Sperm kind of- on.
0: Right, <laughs> if you can even tie it into things that you're cooking, like Plato, for instance, we do all the time, and I'll say, "Oh, can you make Mommy a sweet potato? you know, can you make mommy?" Uh, a carrot or something, and she'll pick out her colors. And, you know, Ciro, he's a little bit younger, but you know, he's almost three, he gets it. So he'll try to do the same thing. I'll say, Ciro, can you make me a sandwich? And he'll mash together his Play-Doh and it it, it will keep them busy long enough. So those are some really good things to have on hand for them to do while you cook. Yeah. So you use Play-Doh right at the kitchen table, Allie. I, I'm just curious because we've used
1: it outside, but not really so much inside. My kids have tended to make, make quite a mess with it. So I'm just wondering how you do it.
0: Yeah. Play-Doh for us, I find, yeah, it's messy, but it's definitely not on the level as like paint or, you know, kinetic sand even that can kind of get get everywhere, even though they say it doesn't. For us, kinetic sand still gets everywhere, but but we love it. But the Play-Doh for us does really well because I just roll out a piece of parchment paper on the table and I just put a couple pieces of scotch tape down and I just let them keep it relatively contained to the parchment. And then when time is up, I mean, Play-Doh sticks to sticks together pretty easily. So I just get them involved in the cleanup and just say, OK, guys, time to clean it up and uh, they can help me. Or if they're being really rambunctious and I just need to get the mess cleaned, it's, it's not that difficult for me to just quickly roll it together and stuff it in a bag. Cool. I'm going to have to try that. I haven't tried it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been too
1: scared to try that inside.
0: <laughs> it's really not bad. And there are other tools that you can get. Like someone got us one of those Melissa and Doug uh, Play-Doh tool sets. So there are like, it's not just the cutouts that you can play with them, but it's also the, the rollers that it rolls out a pattern yeah. on the Play-Doh. If you have a decent amount of tools for them to really explore, then it keeps them occupied for long enough. Um, I'll have to try that.
1: Uh, so our second tip to entertain your child while you cook is to use, of course, technology Um, these are, I've been reserving kind of TV a lot of times for like closer to dinner time when it's time to cook. Um, when my kids were babies, of course, I did not use TV and I wasn't really comfortable to put my kids in front of the TV when they were one and two years old. But my kids are also three and five now. And I find that, um, you know, to watch like a 30 minute show or 45 minute show, I try to reserve it when I need to cook and it, it works out really well. They sit quietly. It's perfect. Um, maybe some other options would be like an iPad, you know, your uh, educational games on your phone and something that we've used, I would say starting at two years old was the toy computer. They make these little cute little toy computers for kids that are really educational. We have a couple, I think that they're made by, one of them was definitely made by VTech and it would teach your kids like the different letters of the alphabets, their numbers. It would teach them, like ask them questions on how to spell things, um, and it was just like a little toddler computer, like a little handheld thing. And it was awesome. And they learned so much from it.
0: I remember Landon so, using that. He loved that.
1: He loved it. Um, so, so you know, technology works. Uh, we don't want to overuse it. But if you kind of reserve it for the time around, dinner time, you know, it can certainly be very effective and very helpful.
0: Yeah. So definitely technology. We do that a lot, too. Our our kids love to watch Blaze on Nick Jr. So that's like I reserve that for cooking When I need to do something in the kitchen, I'm like, okay, do you guys want to watch Blaze? And they're like, yeah, you know, they love it. (laughs) They're going to love it. (laughs) So technology for sure. Um, Number three, artwork. Um, And again, not the kind of thing that's going to take up a lot of your time and have a lot of cleanup. So no paint. But what we do is we put out a roll of paper and just give them crayons, colored pencils, maybe some stickers, and just kind of let them go to work on your kitchen table with those items. And it keeps them busy again for long enough that you can they're out of your hair while you're in the kitchen.
1: I can get at least like twenty to twenty-five minutes with artwork um, usually with my kids. So yeah, it's really effective.
0: Yeah, we have we have some stencils too. So someone gave us as a gift stencils. I think they're of Frozen, actually. And they love doing that because then we take out the colored pencils they can make stencils all over, and one of the things that I have is I get on Amazon a big roll of craft paper, so it just sits in our closet and whenever they're either bored or you know restless or if i 'm trying to cook, I can just take a huge chunk of that craft paper and I think I got it for like twenty five dollars i 'll put the link to it in our show notes but I just roll out a pe- giant piece of that craft paper, put it on the kitchen table, or sometimes I even put it on the floor or I put it on our deck outside and give them the materials and they can get creative and make whatever they want. I've never used the craft paper.
1: We've always just used like printer paper or construction paper, but that's an awesome suggestion.
0: Yeah, the cra- um, the craft paper is nice and I find that they like it because you can make a really big piece and big, then they can even yeah. like, sit on it while they color. I don't know. My kids get excited <laughs> for it. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So
1: if you, have a, if you have a little baby, some of these suggestions might not be super helpful for you, but hopefully this one will is for a baby, um, you know, you can strap them into a high chair so that they can't crawl away <laughs> and um, maybe give them something that they can play with in their high chair. Um, some magnets with a, like a little um, chalkboard magnet board. Um, they can play with those for a while. Um, when Landon was a little baby, I used to give him a spatula and a wooden spoon and, um, maybe like a couple of measuring cups or measuring teaspoons or something just to play with in the high chair. And he would just chew on it, kind of just look at it. I mean, but it would occupy him for a good, I would say, I, I think like at least 15 or 20 minutes. Um, just these, these, Between these few things, Um, so another option would be to place them in an exerciser or a swing, um, like a baby swing, and play some relaxing music. We used to use the exerciser a lot, and you certainly you don't want to keep them in there for too long. It's not good for their uh, muscles if you're leaving them in there for too long. But for like while you're trying to get a healthy dinner on the table, you can try to reserve like the exerciser or swing kind of for those times and let them go.
0: Yeah, we used to do the same thing when when Penelope was little. I would set up the high chair. And I would give her a couple of Tupperware containers, different sizes. And I would give her a wooden spoon, a spatula, like you said, and maybe a whisk or something. And she would see me cooking and she would kind of play with those items and kind of do the same thing. You know, she'd bang on the back of the Tupperware or she would just explore each different item. And, you know, you can change out the items each time. So it makes it a little bit more interesting, but they tend, they tend to like that and it will keep them busy while you cook.
1: Another idea is to put like um, magnets on the fridge and let them play with that. Yeah. Um, Those are good. That can keep them busy for a long time. Yeah. So just to recap, um, our four ways, um, to entertain your kids while you cook include you know, having a special toy that they can play with and it's just reserved for cooking time. Use technology like maybe TV, iPad, phone, toy computer during this time. Our third idea was to let them do some artwork. Just put out some paper and some um, uh, art supplies and let them go to work. And if you have a baby, this might be a good time to use the high chair, the extra saucer or the baby swing and play some nice relaxing music and give them some toys To play with. So we hope that some of these suggestions are helpful to you. Um, Check out the top-rated, top-selling baby and toddler cookbook on Amazon, What a Good Eater. Scary Mommy rated it number one on eight cookbooks you'll actually use. We wish you and your families very happy, healthy tummies. And uh, if you don't already follow us on social media, check out our What A Good Eater pages on Instagram and Facebook. And our website is www.whatagoodeater.com.
0: Thanks for joining us and we'll see you the next time. Bye. Bye.